So today's vodcast or podcast, if you're listening to the audio on this, is all about using different kinds of leather, different kinds of leather than what you're normally used to, the normal cow, the normal calf, etc. In the meantime, I'm talking to you from Dahab in Egypt. Uh, I'm here on a diving holiday. It's a very inspiring place. And yesterday I was going through the market and I came across a store. And as I normally do when I'm on, on holiday vacation, I like to stop at any store that sells leather products. And this one was a little bit different. It was a lot of tan bags, a lot of handbags and cases and things like that. I'll uh, show some pictures. And I asked what leather that they were using in these bags. And the man said to me that it was camel leather. I'd never seen camel leather before. I, I, I know of it, but I've never seen it in any of the suppliers that I use, any of the websites that I buy from. And I thought it'd be really awesome to use some camel leather in a bag because here camels are used for a multitude of different things from uh, travel uh, to milk to labor and of course meat. Um, camel meat is quite popular here so naturally there is a byproduct of these skins that are going to be discarded or used for leather so I did try and <laughs> ask the guy if he had any spare skins but these are kind of pre-made bags in Egypt that he sells but the leather was absolutely beautiful it was very soft to the touch um, not unlike calf if there was a, a leather that it was quite close to, I'd say, calf leather. There was a very slight, you could see pores in some of them that hadn't been finished, uh, which is a little bit like pigskin. Not exactly like it, but kind of similar to it. And I thought it'd be really cool to try and get hold of some camel leather, but the guy only sold bags, pre-made bags in Egypt. Um, he didn't actually sell the leather itself, and I didn't really have time to try and find some. Um, Dahab is, is relatively small I think in the grand scheme of things so I don't know if they would have a tannery or leather supplier here but I will endeavor to get some and perhaps use it in the Leathercraft Masterclass uh, courses but I think it's really cool to sometimes use uh, another kind of leather that we're not used to and it doesn't have to be exotic um, kangaroo leather comes to mind and in fact somebody I forget who now uh, messaged me the other day and said something along the lines of uh, Nike is dropping kangaroo leather in a lot of their products and replacing it with synthetic options. Now I did look a little into this, I don't know if it's their entire line but I know that they were using camel leather on their football boots or their soccer boots, and uh, not camel leather sorry, kangaroo leather. Um, but also Puma is doing the same so a lot of the suppliers of kangaroo leather and tanneries are rightfully worried as well. And I think there's one Adelaide tannery that is uh, closing down because of it. So I'm imagining that Nike and Puma collectively were using up a lot of kangaroo leather and keeping it going. And again, much like camel leather here, kangaroo leather is uh, a byproduct of the meat industry. Of course, you can buy kangaroo. Uh, I've tasted it myself before. It's 
delicious. So not only do I think it's good to diversify the kind of leathers that we use, but I also think it's a good idea to support the tanneries that produce more unusual leathers because the vast majority of leathers that we buy and are used in, in pre-made products are going to be cowhide, um, calf, sheep, lamb. So for me, I, I want to try and include, if I can, some more unusual leathers because there are benefits as well. For example, kangaroo leather is extremely strong and a very, very high tensile strength. So if you want to use something that is similar in some ways um, from what I've seen to goat, but you really want that extra strength, kangaroo leather is fantastic. Camel leather stronger than um, cowhide as well. I'm not sure, I've heard anywhere from three to five times stronger. Um, I don't know how they're measuring that, but it, it seems to be an extremely tough skin, which makes sense because it's an extremely durable, hard-wearing animal itself. So I kind of wanted to ask you guys, what unusual leathers have you used before? What kind of unusual skins, doesn't have to be exotic, have you tried before? Because variation, I think, is, is one of the key things to understand in leathercraft if you want to improve. So, yeah, camel leather, who thought? It does, I'm going to be honest, it does smell a little bit. <laughs> but apparently there are tanneries in Europe, Italy, I believe, that uh, tans camel leather. And it just smells like any other leather, really. Um, but it does have a bit of a, a gamey smell to it. <laughs> So uh, if you do get offered somewhere, you manage to find some, have a little smell first uh, to make sure it's to your taste. Um, but kangaroo leather, I think uh, another one that really needs our help at the moment. If you have access to it and it's not particularly cost prohibitive, I think it's really important to support an industry because if you know a lot of the tanneries shut, it's gonna be a lot harder to get. Uh, prices are probably going to skyrocket and availability is going to be difficult. Um, so I think it's it's uh, an industry that, that really does need our help. So variation, guys, variation is the key. Uh, thank you for joining me on this you know very short podcast here in Dahab, Egypt. This is the Safia Resort, really nice place. Uh, weather is very hot, it's a little overcast today. Of all the days that I was gonna do a, a quick chat with you guys, it's, it's quite overcast. Still very hot. <laughs> but thank you for joining me, and I will see you next time.